Movement Podcast, an online community for professional creatives. Movement is a digital community for professional creatives that want to dig deeper. We want to help people find their brand of professional to create their dream life and career. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) That's cute. So we're back. Our second episode of 2023. Uh, Last episode, we talked about making a plan rather than a resolution. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that was such a good episode. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that one. (laughs) Yeah, it was like fun. Yeah. It was cool to just talk about stuff that we both enjoy. It was just like a good time. Well, no, it's just, I don't know. I think a good way to start the year with this is what was not working for me last year. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it. I'm going to make changes. This is my plan for this year. Yep. And it felt like we just like, it was like therapy, you know, we're getting it out Mm -hmm. onto the internet for other people to hear, (laughs) (laughs) make us feel better about ourselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. But today we are doing something that Mallory loves. It's all of the um, psychological stuff behind, I guess, your decisions. You explain it. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, yes, you're right. I do eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. Um, (laughs) But accountability, awareness, your reactivity, your vessel, um, I am very huge into these things. And like I tell the girls in the salons, we are onions. There are layers. Yeah. <laughs> and there are layers to your levels of awareness. Like it's not just a one and done type mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm just so excited to talk yeah. a little bit about this today. The growth. Yes. Um, so if you hang around me at all, you know that I'm a really big fan of self-accountability. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think that just means fault. And it definitely doesn't. It's not, oh, that's my fault. I have to do this. Like that, that's not exactly what that means. So <clears throat> it's more about self-awareness and our capacity to do things differently, more proactively. And a big part of that is willingness. You can be aware of how bitchy you are and choose not to do anything about it. You can be aware of how problematic an attitude or behavior is and make steps to change it. So it's, a you know, your willingness is a big part of this as well. <laughs> So we're talking about like being aware of how my actions make my life harder and how they're affecting the people around me. Yes, 100%. It greatly impacts your mindset about your experiences. Mm. For example, you're getting some feedback at work and you don't love what you're hearing. You immediately go on the defensive and shut down or you can take in the information and the opportunity to make changes and do better. That's, of course, very generalized, but I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. Okay. So I get it. I think we all have some sort of learned behavior that is how we're supposed to, like, handle the situations. And some of them are very unhealthy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we need to maybe be aware enough to unlearn them. Exactly. Absolutely. So even in the salon industry, a place where you expect it to be all hugs and rainbows, it unfortunately isn't. Um, there are a lot of old toxic beliefs and learned behaviors that are very damaging and can just hold everyone back. And that is definitely a part of the thing I am here to shine light on and do my best to make changes with. Mm. Um, I've always subscribed to the school of thought that you're allowed to and supposed to grow and change your mind. Yeah. Um, a huge aid in this process for me was learning about my reactive system in a way that didn't feel like, well, this is just how I am now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, this is – it's a tool. It, it Knowing that about yourself is a tool to make changes to do better, not just stay stagnant in your awareness. Mm. You know, like um, when you learn your Enneagram or mm-hmm. you like start to get into Zodiac or whatever and you're like, well, that's just me, toxic little me, you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a Scorpio, I think one of yeah. one of our okay. things is 
being manipulative or secretive and untrusting. And Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I can relate to all those things, but I'm not going to stop there. You know, I want to do better. I want to be able to trust people and let them in. I don't intentionally set out to manipulate people. It just, it's no, we're, (laughs) we're not all that crazy, (laughs) Uh, but it's like that. Um, And it's just, you know, do better. Come on, babe. You, you, you know, so take the responsibility upon yourself to do better. And the other part of that is I think people forget or ignore that that changes for them. Like it's not, yes, it impacts and it can be nice for other people, but like that changes for you. Don't let that hate and that nastiness live rent free. It doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, for sure. So I'm learning about this as the same time that everyone listening is learning about this. So I'm just going to ask a bunch of questions, like dumb it down for the, <laughs> the person who doesn't know about this. So I feel like this is like the same, but maybe a little different. Um, so as someone with generalized anxiety disorder, I used to have like a mental idea of how anxiety was supposed to be handled, I mm-hmm. guess. Like everyone around me needs to be quiet or leave me alone or stop doing whatever they're doing to make my life easier in that moment. And I used to like think other people made me feel the way I felt. Like my reaction was their fault, even though it wasn't. Yeah, I 100% know what you mean. I, especially learning about my ADHD, there were some like, oh, (laughs) moments. Yep. Um, And I really think that that kind of ties into the reactivity system. Mm -hmm. Um, Fight, flight, freeze, fawn, they're a huge part of expanding my awareness for sure about myself. And it's something I had heard of before, but not something I looked into much. Um, I heard it once and immediately was like, oh, I'm fight for sure. (laughs) Because once I get mad enough, I blow up and I was – I'm not going to say proud of that, but because of emotional trauma and experiences in life, I thought it was good that I was fighting for myself, that I would stand up for myself, but I was in fact just fighting myself, (laughs) not anyone else. Um, When I learned that I'm actually a freeze and not a fight, a lot changed for me, especially my perspective on myself. I became more aware of how I took in that information, how I processed it or wasn't processing it and what I could do with that. And it just made such a huge impact on how I treated myself, how I responded to myself, how I responded to others. Mm -hmm. Um, One embarrassing example I can give you is um, (laughs) – I don't want to say it. It's embarrassing. But (laughs) trying to solve everyone's problems, but in like an aggressive way. And I I say, not mean, not that kind of aggressive, but just like, here's a solution. Do it. Okay. You haven't done it. What do you expect? That's not fair. That's not fair to anyone. Um, So I've tried really hard now that I'm aware of that to say, okay, are we looking for support or solutions Mm -hmm. so that I can give you what you need in that moment? So that's my version of being proactive in that type of situation. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So just something that I am like observing, I guess, Mm -hmm. you and I were both young moms Mm -hmm. and I feel like we both- (laughs) The need for solutions. (laughs) But we are also just like, it it gave us a reason to be mad at the world in that fight. Mm -hmm. I feel like I felt that before, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't me. I was just mad. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a real, it wasn't really my- how I react. It was just me being pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. But over the past year, I have learned a little about myself. I am actually a fawn. I am always trying to fix the situation, even if it's not my fault or I can't fix the situation. Mm-hmm. And it is exhausting. So exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's yes. horrible. Um, yeah. So exhausting. I have certain situations. I mean, okay, back up. You can have more than one I don't want to say you can have more than one reactive system. You can react differently in different scenarios. 
And I definitely can fight in some. I mm-hmm. freeze in most of them. There are definitely situations where I feel the need to fawn. So like I can completely relate to that. I, I very much understand what you're saying. Yeah, I do freeze sometimes too. It's I it's not fun. Embarrassingly enough, um, I was doing a clubhouse, so it's like live. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, with destroy the hairdresser, and I had that realization in real time. To, oh my god, that was horrible. We're not going to relive that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that actually leads me to the vessel. So the way this was explained to me helped immensely. Funny enough, it was a Starbucks reference. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so if you know me, yeah. <laughs> um, but pretty much all of this will get this one. So bear with me for just a second. You've got a short, a tall, a grande, a venti, trenta. We all know these are varying cup sizes. Okay. Um, we know each of these cups can only hold so much liquid. Our capacity is very similar. We can only meet people at our level of awareness, much like your cup size. When it overflows, it feels out of control, chaotic, stressful, sometimes even scary. And that can cause us to shut down, to fight, to freeze, to go into flight mode, to fawn. Um, and we're unable to proactively address the situation. But when you know what you're dealing with, these negative feelings lessen in their intensity and we're able to step back and react more proactively, this is your vessel growing. When you can take that alarm bell, that overwhelm and be like, okay, I feel that something's wrong here. Let me identify what the actual problem is and what can I do to fix it? Yeah. Okay. So again, we're talking about being more self-aware. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like you said before, my boss says, I noticed your numbers were down from last month. Mm-hmm. Is there something I could do to help this situation? And then I get defensive because I feel like I've been working my ass off mm-hmm. and this can overflow my cup. And like when I am able to stop myself from being my own personal Debbie Downer, <laughs> my vessel is growing. Um. Yes. So let's play on that scenario a little bit more. So I used that earlier because I think that's something we can all relate to. We want to be seen. Mm -hmm. We want to be heard. We want to be validated. We want to get a high five and a pat on the back and a good job. But even whenever we're, even whenever it feels negative, you're still being seen Mm -hmm. and that help is being extended. Now, obviously there's a difference between constructive criticism and like abusive behavior, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, Whenever you are being offered the opportunity to make changes or have help to make changes, I say take that and run with it, but you have to be in a place where you can accept that information. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the vessel part is being able to hear, okay, she's saying my numbers are down. I'm aware that they're down. I don't like having attention drawn to that, but she's right and there needs to be a solution. So yeah. let's figure out what's going on mm-hmm. and then I can I can make those changes and we can get back to, you know, achieving those goals. Um, obviously, that's kind of generalized, but I think that's something everyone can relate to and understand and mm-hmm. kind of plug that into whatever your industry or your job is. It's definitely just – a, a form of growth mm-hmm. that you need no matter what your job is. Yeah, 100%. I yeah. mean, even like w- leaving work out of it personally, Erin um, and I <laughs> have these types of conversations pretty frequently, if I'm being honest with you. I think we like to project each other <laughs> yeah. a little bit, mm-hmm. but we are both very into the growth aspect mm-hmm. of growing and learning and things like that. We both very much enjoy psychology. So this is 
painful sometimes, but it's fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds really weird. Yeah. Uh, but so it is a conversation constantly in my house, but I know it's not for everyone. I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I get it because Kyle is crazy successful. Like he just has been, he's just good at his job and he's really like shot up over yeah. the past, probably like five, six years in his job. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that is his ability to take criticism mm -hmm. and to like not feel like it's an attack and feel like it's yeah. a, a opportunity for growth yeah. to make his life easier because these people have been here and done this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if I can take, I don't have to take everything they say, but if I can take some of the things that they tell me yeah. and make myself a better, you know, like manager. I think a big part of that is your own self-worth, valuing yourself and, People that don't have that, don't know how to do that, mm -hmm. seek validation through other people, this is going to be hard and it's going to feel very confrontational. Um, Kyle is a very secure, kind-hearted, just mm -hmm. awesome person. He, is, he yeah. has that, I know I'm worth the space I take up. And for the people that don't, you have to learn that first. You have to learn that you should take up the space that you take up. Exactly, You're allowed yeah. to have a voice. Mm -hmm. You're worth being here. All mm -hmm. of those things. And I know that sounds like overly emotional. Well, it's me. Hi. Uh, but it just, that, that is such a huge part of it. And knowing that and feeling comfortable and confident in that makes the rest of this little, that pill a little easier to swallow. And then it becomes, no, you know what? I like, if it's something that is truly, like if you're being gaslit in that meeting, instead of, hey, let's find a solution together, that's when – I think that's where the difference is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't deserve to be talked to that way. It's not constructive, you know, versus, okay, I hear what you're saying. Thank you for that feedback. Let's look for a solution together. I mean, obviously, the other part of that conversation is important too, but like, you get what I'm saying. I'm yeah. starting to talk in a circle. No, I get what you're saying completely. <laughs> and like, it's nice because it's actually clicking with me, yes. like being able to talk through this. I can see it in your face. Good. Yeah. I'm like excited about <laughs> yeah. it now. Okay. And then just another thing, I just want to get clarity for yes. the other normies like me out there that don't know all this <laughs> normies. stuff. I like that word. So I'm going to say like, again, back to being a a young parent. Okay. Yeah. Like a teenage mm -hmm. yeah, parent. Yeah. 100%. I just swear it like, it hardens you. Oh, yeah. Being a teenage parent and it just it it changes the way that you look at like all everything all paths in life and i just felt like i had so much to prove yeah and when i felt like i was just really kicking ass and somebody tried to give me uh, constructive criticism mm -hmm. i would be pissed yes 100% i think a big part of that and this is just a theory like analyzing my experience. But I think a big part of that is because we are, I don't want to say robbed. We made the choice to have the child, but like we don't have the opportunity to have that same growth experience mm -hmm. that a lot of other people at that age do um, to go out and make mistakes without, I don't want to say without consequences, less intense consequences yeah. and just do stupid stuff and learn from that. We don't have that opportunity. We're mm -hmm. immediately responsible for another life and everything we do impacts them. And we're very aware of that. Um, and I agree with you, the need to prove yourself. And it's, I don't know about you, but in my situation, it was 
almost always never good job. It mm-hmm. was, well, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. And it just after a while was like, what the hell? I feel like I'm the only one doing anything. Yeah. Can you please just tell me good job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I feel that too. Like, why do we have to feel like bad parents to be good parents? And I think that makes us worse parents. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate. And I hope that like other young moms just yeah. like my like I need you guys to sit down and take inventory of all the good things you're doing. Don't hundred percent. Don't just let this. Can't shit. just focus on the bad. Yeah. It's not. What is that saying about like you can't grow in all seasons or something like that but basically there are resting seasons mm-hmm. and we can apply this to literally everything in life creating you know whatever but um you're allowed to suck sometimes you're yeah. a human you're yes. we're not machines and i think for me the difference is not purposely sucking yeah <laughs> like having a bad day isn't the same thing as being neglectful or verbally abusive Mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm sure there's a huge list of things we could throw in there, but I feel like this should be its own podcast episode someday. We're really getting deep. We we really are. Sorry, (laughs) I'm going to back it up. No, you're good. Go ahead. Back on track. (laughs) No, that was it. Cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So circling back around to the constructive criticism with our boss. (laughs) No, we got way off topic there. Yeah. Uh, But being aware of these things is not only helpful for you in your personal life, but can completely change the game of business. So I did kind of go about that in a backwards way, but the message is still the same. Um, The thing to know here is that you are ultimately in control of everything because when you are aware of and control of you, it's you that decides where you go. Mm -hmm. No more following the path set out for someone else. No more feeling out of control. Realizing that I was in charge of the way I felt, the mm-hmm. way like I there was no there is no more of that she made me feel this way. I'm in control of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have that kind of power over me. And Damn that was right. really empowering. Um but yeah, that was huge for me and I'll say this, there is by no means not there. This, hi. This <laughs> is by no means something that I came up with. It's definitely something that I've learned. Um, through my own personal journey, uh, there are lots of different ways of having the same conversation though. And I think that's great. So finding the verbiage that works for you. Um, I learned this version in verbiage that helped me the most from destroy the hairdresser. That is a podcast that I absolutely love. Check it out, please. Mm -hmm. Um, I've taken some of their classes. I've done coaching with them and it was so incredibly helpful. Shout out to Rachel. She's the big sister I never had. Um, once I realized how foundational this part of self-discovery and analysis is, it's something that I've incorporated into the My Brand of Professional course. I do think the bigger impact is extended in coaching because as you can hear from what we've said here, this is an ongoing process and there are levels or layers, if you will, like an onion. I don't know why I like that analogy so much. Oh my God, it's Shrek. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's perfect. Yeah. Um, Okay. But yes, going through those layers, those levels with someone with that guided assistance makes it so much more, so much less overwhelming. You feel supported Mm -hmm. and you get, I don't want to say that validation, but you get that, I see you, I hear you, I'm here for you. You have someone who understands what you're going through to work through those situations instead of venting to your husband and he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) If he's not into the same thing. Um, you need that for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that is so, 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 so important. So I do think that that is where the magic is, but it is talked about. We start that process in the intensive. As creative professionals, we are always looking for a strategy for our businesses mm-hmm. without looking like at the foundation, which yeah. is us and how we're managing ourselves inside and out. And 100%. that 
foundational work helps literally everything. Absolutely. It is a very unpopular topic that needs attention. This yeah. is definitely something we will keep talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool, like, I feel like the psychology of everything or the psych, I feel like psychology affects everything. And uh -huh. like, it's such a like, duh, but also like enlightening, like yeah. things that you don't realize you need to just tell yourself, like, don't let somebody else's words affect you that much. Yeah. Let it go. The way you talk to yourself matters. Yes. Words are so important. So important. Hold but. on. I feel a Harry Potter quote coming on. Words are our most inexhaustible form of magic. Hot damn. <laughs> it is some fucking magic. I can't decide if we should leave that or not. <laughs> <laughs> this was a badass topic that I don't feel like people talk about enough. Yeah. You know, like in, you know, podcasts or YouTube or anything business related that people are seeking out. Mm -hmm. And it's super interesting. Yeah. So I, like I feel it. like to find this topic, you've got to really dig. Like yeah. you've got to already know about it and you've got to go look for it. Yeah. And then like some small business owners are so hungry for income that they yeah. aren't even looking for this. A hundred percent. They're, oh my God, that's so true. I can definitely tell you it feels like I have to do this, this, and this to be profitable. I have to sell more. I have to do this. But like whenever your systems and your processes and your values are not in order and aligned not only professionally, but personally, it puts everything into chaos and it makes yeah. it a lot harder to manage. Um, so that is really kind of the foundation of my brand of professional or your brand of professional. So shameless plug right there. Mm -hmm. If you're needing to make changes, let's start there. But yeah, cut and me, I feel cut me like off again. I, I'm just going to shameless plug it too. Yeah. Like I feel like we don't understand. I mean, I already just, I just said this, but you don't like, we don't really understand how much words impact things and like mm -hmm. in a good way too. Yes. And in the, my brand of professional course, those words, like, I, d I don't know, like there are ways that you can make, like make the words a tool Yeah, that aren't just something that you know. Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like that is, that is so important because you may go into your business thinking, this is what I want it to be like because yep. I saw other people do this, yep. you know, and, but you don't know how that applies to you. Like, That's a big part of the reason I do the goals and the target market, the mm -hmm. ideal client thing, the way that I do. But also that is rewind what you said right before that. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I do the core values that way. That's mm -hmm. why um, in that way, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, um, you define them not by like the, you know, Webster's definition, but like your definition. What yeah. does empowerment mean to you? What does education mean to you? Mm -hmm. What does diversity mean to you? It's going to be a little bit different for everyone and it's going to have a personal or the foundation of it's going to be personal. And when we try to leave too much personal out of our professional gets lost. And that's when we start trying to do what the other person's doing because mm -hmm. it looks cool or whatever. And you are no longer able to be authentic consistently. Yeah. And being authentic consistently is what makes you stand out from a hundred percent the wave of people. Yeah. Like everybody talks about being oversaturated, but there are enough clients for everyone in the market. Yeah. You just have to sell yourself, yeah. which is you as a person. Which is hard. Confidence yeah. plays a big part in that. Mm -hmm. And one thing that is like, okay, this isn't new. People know this, but like once it like resonated with me, that light like switched on. I was like, oh, damn it, Mallory. But like, especially an insecure person, I'm just going to say girl or woman because that's my experience. Mm -hmm. But like being such an insecure, I don't really know who I am person, you know, middle school, high school, 
the things that I did and the person that I was was not me, but I didn't know who I was or how to find it. And when you're faking confidence, you can see that. And I think people knowingly or unknowingly take advantage of that. And what is actually attractive, and I don't just mean physically, but like even energetically attractive is when you are actually confident in yourself Mm -hmm. and what you have to offer. And back to the, I deserve to take up the space that I take up. When you genuinely feel Mm -hmm. that it, you can, your energy changes and it's just so huge. And it is a very, it makes everything else not, it's not that it doesn't make hard or it, 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 it more comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about our conversation with Kyle earlier. Like I'm trying yeah. to go back to that and how, I mean, I don't obviously know him this well, but I don't see him going home and crying about or stewing over Mm-mm. constructive criticism. No, he never does. And I don't even know if I said this, but Kyle's my husband. <laughs> For those of you who are like, who the hell's Kyle? Yeah. And I feel like some people just, some people just get to a point where they know who they are yes. and they accept it. And there's a lot of people that, maybe don't have the actual like genuine confidence to be themselves and know who they are. And that takes time, but like getting there is, I mean, the journey is also great. It it definitely can be Mm -hmm. when, let me think the right way to say this, that self-discovery journey for me was not enjoyable at first because I was, I felt like I had a blindfold on. You know what I mean? Like I was trying different things and trying new things and trying to see what fit. Mm-hmm. But that process feels like when you wear pants that are too small. It's uncomfortable. It makes you insecure. It's not good. You yes. know what I mean? But when you start to finally be like, okay, I like this or this color makes me feel good or I like this mm-hmm. style or whatever. When those things start to click into place, you have more confidence in trying the other things and yeah, yeah we're getting onto another topic at this point. Well, but- no, it, it, it works. Okay. So I actually, am going to tell mine. I don't, do even, I don't want to like even cut, cut you off at no, all. No, no, please do. Because I was going to keep going. It goes with our next episode. Yeah. But like, just for example, as a photographer, I feel like there are really popular photographers that people mm-hmm. flock around. Yeah. And, um, like there's a girl, Melissa Marshall, she's a like a a crazy incredible photographer and her like tagline is for the wildly in love and i have it is so cute but so i've seen so many people Mm -hmm. say wildly in love since then and it it, like i know who melissa marshall is so when i see that i'm like y'all are not being yourself y'all are being melissa marshall yeah and um she's badass she is someone to look up to so i get that but you've got to be yourself me going into photography, I there was a girl that was a photographer and mm-hmm. she was all like craft paper and she had a bunch of little kids and just everything that I wasn't. And I still Is wanted this the to Chevron be- story. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I did my website like yes. Chevron yellow gray. It's so not you. I wear I like my favorite coat is this weather leather jacket I'm wearing. It's so sad that you guys can't see it right now. It's pretty badass. I fucking love this leather Makes jacket. Makes me wish I had mine on. Yeah. And I just I like black things. I'm I cuss a lot. I like tattoos. I'm just nothing like this girl. Mm-hmm. And I tried to be her whenever I started and I hated everything about it. And then eventually I was just like embrace yourself. And then I started getting the clients I like. But all of that being said, next episode we are going to be talking about this sort of situation. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah it's 
admiring people without copying them. Like, yes, there's definitely a way to do that. Yes. Take inspiration and then make it your own. I will be talking about the admire, don't copy portion. And then Mallory will be talking about vision boarding. I'm so pumped. And I am really excited about the way we're going to tie these together. I feel like we always just have such a good time. Can't wait for next episode. Yeah, this is fun for us. Hope, we hope it's fun for you guys. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.